Welcome to Investor's Insights. Our topic today is, can supply meet demand? I am honored uh, to be sitting at this table again. Folks, this is historic. We're back uh, where we can sit in the same room together celebrating all that we've been through COVID. And it's great to have my colleagues here, Adam Van Zant, Ty Miller, and Trey Booth. We've had a great meeting, and I think you're going to enjoy this discussion, especially if you're concerned about inflation. That seems to be the topic. Can supply meet demand? We're going to talk about ways that inflation could come down. So with that, Trey, why don't you start us off, because you did a lot of detailed research over the weekend about the Fed, interest rate increases, and battling inflation. Yeah, thanks, Greg. So the Fed, as expected last week, raised interest rate 50 basis points. And one of the things the market took as a positive is that they took 75 base point rate hike in June off the table. Now, the market r- rallied on that note, but then on Friday gave a lot of that back because there's a fear that the Fed may be behind the curve, that Jerome Powell's not seeing the level of inflation that's truly in the economy. But there are some positive numbers that may, that may indicate that we, we're starting to see a turn. For months, we have been showing the goods versus services spending in the U.S. economy. And these charts are very important because goods, as we've seen, are very inflationary. We need to see the U.S. consumer. So one of the things we've been talking about is will demand fall to meet supply, which shows a slowing economy, or will supply start to rise to meet demand? It's not just that on, each, on, on, on the overall economy, really, that we're looking at. It's not just one product or another, but to dig down under inflation, you really want to look at the, the details. So you can see on this chart that we do see good spending starting to come down. But okay. overall spending isn't dropping. That's because services spending is catching up. You can see on this next chart that we've seen good inflation start to peak and come down. So that's a positive. That's something the Fed has a hard time controlling is goods inflation. It's the price of lumber starting to fall. The price of used cars starting to fall. The price of freight, air freight, starting to fall. These are all things that the, that the Fed really can't control on a day-to-day basis that we're starting to see potentially peak, which may be why the Fed took 75 basis points off the table for, next, for, for the next meeting, because the, the supply may be coming up to meet demand instead of having to force demand down to meet where current supply is. And, and, and when it comes to services, the way services are supplied, that's jobs. Very much so. Very much so. And with that, Ty, you interjected then and done some great research on productivity uh, as a possibility of how to bring inflation down and jobs. Talk about that. Yeah. So we, we got the productivity report and uh, it was down 7.5% on annual rate, which was a, a little worse than expected. But the main culprit there was uh, compensation and unit labor cost. Those are all inflation related. So compensation uh, being down five and a half percent, wages are still up. It's not that people are getting paid less, they're just getting paid less on a real basis because inflation is so hot. Um, And and unit labor costs, of course, are directly correlated to uh, inflation. So one way that we can do this is by creating more jobs in the important sectors to to get the supply chain going, which uh, last week we also got a jobs report. Four hundred twenty-eight thousand new jobs in April, way ahead of expectations of three hundred eighty thousand. And most importantly, they're starting to come back into those those industries that we need: transportation services, education, health services, leisure, and hospitality. We're still below where we where we need to be and where we were before COVID. Uh, we still have eleven million jobs out there that need to be filled. Um, but the important part is we're starting to see progress in the in those departments, and hopefully, we can continue to do so. So, and from the standpoint, leisure and entertainment, both you and Trey have, have talked about that, but the consumer's alive and well. That's right. And if that consumer starts to help those industries hire more people, mm-hmm. people start to travel, 
hotels, uh, cruise ships, airlines, all those things. Uh, and we're seeing that in our own client base. So those kind of things can help uh, bring inflation back under control. Absolutely. So uh, to each of you out there watching us, we're saying, please take a trip. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> go to a restaurant, eat out. Please do not buy another goods. Yes. Just, just, yes. Go, just yeah, go enjoy, enjoy the summer months. That's yeah, right. very much so. And so we're focused on your portfolios and your financial blueprint. And we're watching the volatility in this market as this data comes in. And Adam, you're doing an excellent job in terms of keeping us updated on support levels and resistant levels here in the market. Uh, talk about that. Give people some numbers that they can focus on in relation to the S&P 500 and other indices. Thanks, Greg. And you mentioned it. We saw a lot of volatility in the markets last week. So we saw the S&P 500 coming in to close on Friday at 4,123. Gives us a new short-term resistance level of 4,150, the new support level of 4,090. It's also important to look at the year-to-date moving day average of the S&P 500, which is currently sitting at 4,430. The reason that's important too is, you know, this could create a new resistance le level for us looking out from an intermediate term for the rest of the year. It's also important too, y'all talked about some industries and sub-industries of the market, to look at those overall 11 sectors and really see where we're getting that momentum from in the markets. And that's something we'll continue to look at and look at our indicators as well moving forward. Yeah, we've got to watch each of those sectors. And just like we talked about leisure and entertainment, yep. that's a sector we're keeping a close eye on mm -hmm. uh, as we see that industry sector continue to grow and expand. Absolutely. So folks, there's a lot of moving parts here, but we fully believe we're seeing a lot of positives behind the scenes. And we're going to keep you updated throughout uh, not only the month of May and on into the summer, as we hope that everyone starts to travel, service industry really starts to grow, and we think we could start seeing some of the complications, supply chains and other issues correct themselves. So we want you to have a great week. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, because we're going to continue providing information on those sources as well. And most of all, we love communicating with you in multiple ways. And every day we're striving here at Five Plan Partners to see to it that our clients have a better, richer, fuller life. Have a great week.